we have to be able to kind of roll with the punches because we can put a plan together and I'm going to be completely transparent here with y'all. I had a plan. I had a plan to graduate college, to get married at 25, to have three kids before the age of 30. (laughs) I did not plan on a career. I did not plan on a podcast. Of course, there was no such thing as a podcast in the 1980s. But my plan got as far as graduate from college, get married at 25. And then my plan went off the rails. My plan ended up not being able to have children and traveling that very difficult journey. But the silver lining was that the most perfect two children ever came to my husband and I through adoption. Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to today's episode of Aging in Style with Lori Williams. Today, our topic is resiliency. Yep, resilience. What is resilience? Well, according to the University of Arizona Center on Aging, resilience is the result of successful adaptation to adversity. It is revealed by an individual's ability to cope and recover from crises, sustain a sense of purpose and vitality, and emerge stronger from stressful experiences. Resilience is a dynamic characteristic that may shift according to the circumstance. This describes a gentleman that I met last week, and he has been on my mind ever since I met him because I thought he was just a super cool guy. He was probably in his early 80s. His wife died unexpectedly about seven, eight months ago. And of course, as traumatizing and heartbreaking as this was for him, he has pulled himself up and found a way to find purpose. And he is now serving as a grief counselor and helping others. And I thought, wow, I mean, good for him. And it's like, why, why though, are some people able to do that? And some people aren't. And I, as all of us, we know some people who they have a hangnail and it's the end of the world. (laughs) And other people are going through one crisis after another. And they are continuously pulling themselves up and making the best, making lemonade out of lemons, you know? So that's what we want to talk about today is like, why you know, what is resilience? And why is it so important to have resilience as an older adult? And so according to this study, I did find some pretty interesting information. One thing is that they are saying that resilience thinking, like having the ability to be resilient, allows older adults to accept the wear and tear of aging. Well, you know what, that makes sense. Because If you're sitting at home and you're despairing every moment about, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, having to use a cane now, or, oh my gosh, look how wrinkled 
my neck is getting, that's me. Um, you know, if you're sitting home thinking that, you're not having resilience thinking. And you're not able to deal with problems and crises as they come along, as they will come along for all of us. The longer that we are here on planet Earth, it is a given that we are going to have loss in our life. We are going to have loss of a loved one. We're going to have loss of health, loss of job, loss of other things that are important to us in our lives. So how are we able to to deal with that? And so this uh, study looked at characteristics and behaviors in people that do lead to resilience. And I found them interesting because, you know what, they're ones that I've said before on other podcasts. I find it so interesting that everything truly ties back into mindset, positive thinking, optimism, it all ties back in. So what are those characteristics and behaviors that lead to resilience? Well, 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 big surprise. Optimism and effective coping styles. So responding to a crisis is more often seen from the silver lining point of view rather than from despair. These factors are more important to obtaining happiness and aging than having perfect health. Got that? So you get a perfect health and not be as happy if you're not able to be optimistic and have those behaviors that lead you to resilience. I found that very interesting. Having personal connections with others, that will help with resilience. Being happily engaged with family and friends and close-knit communities, maybe being a a volunteer, um, being in a senior community where you're not isolated at home, just, you know, like if you don't have family nearby, to be a part of a community is going to help you to be more resilient. A sense of purpose. Hmm, we have talked about that before. Um, Sense of purpose, being involved in an activity or a function that gives life meaning. Like this gentleman that I spoke with um, last week, he found a sense of purpose. He's now helping others who are going through grief. I I mean, I just think that is is beautiful, honestly. Self-efficacy. The ability to handle one's own problems, having being able to be flexible and adapt to things. And I feel like that's huge for all of us through any stage of life, that we have to be able to kind of roll with the punches because we can put a plan together. And I'm going to be completely transparent here with y'all. I had a plan. I had a plan to graduate college, to get married at 25 to have three kids before the age of 30. And that's pretty much it. (laughs) I did not plan on a career. I did not plan on a podcast. Of course, there was no such thing as a podcast in the 1980s. But my plan got as far as graduate from college, get married at 25. And then my plan went off the rails. My plan ended up not being able to have children and traveling that very difficult um, journey. But the silver lining was that the most perfect two children ever came to my husband and I through adoption. And uh, granted, I was not 30, and I did not have three kids, <laughs> but I was 32 when I, we adopted our first child, our son Chris, and 39 with our daughter Abby. And and people who know us say this all the time, that there could not be two more perfect children in the world for my husband and I. 
and it's true. And so I feel like because the resiliency and the ability to to pivot and to be optimistic, even though, you know, I'm not going to lie, it was it was tough when we were going through like in the midst of the whole infertility stuff. But I was able to see the other side of it and be able to pivot and go, okay, this isn't working. But the bottom line is we want to have children and we were we're going to be parents. And to maintain optimism, to maintain that silver lining, I think all those things help me. And I share all that with you just to to give that example that we all may have plans and we can get so mad when our plans are derailed. But there's that old saying that when we're making plans, God is laughing at those plans, basically, something like that. So I'm sure this gentleman I met last week, his plan was for him and his wife to maybe live on another 10 years, you know, or he maybe he thought he would go first. You never you never know. But it's not our decision, obviously. That's God's decision and what's going to happen. So how do we promote resiliency in our seniors, or in all of us, actually, but especially as we age? Because they have found that those who live the longest have been found to be resilient. Hmm, interesting. And since most older adults are interested in a long and happy life, there are ways that doctors and clinicians are able to share information and teach older adults about how to be more resilient. So um, there's that whole saying that you cannot teach an old dog new tricks. Well, they say older adults should be encouraged to engage in new activities and make new friendships and learn those new tricks. And I think we've been saying that a lot, right? Through some of these other podcasts, we have talked about um, staying busy and finding a purpose. So they list here a sample of questions for assessing your resiliency. And uh, I think they're really interesting. And I think it would be, especially in a community, uh, like a senior living community, I think it would be interesting to have seniors answer these questions and just kind of compare and see how resilient they are. And I'm sure their answers to these questions kind of will give us a look at, you know, what's going on. But we'll um, put the questions into the podcast. But I just I just think it's interesting. Some of them are what do you think? Or why do you think you have lived such a long life? I think that would be interesting to know why people think they have. What is your life philosophy? How would you describe your relationships with your friends, family, neighbors? What do you do when you face difficulties in your life? What does being healthy mean to you? I mean, think about these guys. Think about it. How do you handle change in your life? There's that pivoting, you know. Are you able to go with the flow or do you just get mad and stuck in your situation? Are you satisfied with your life? What are you most proud of? Are there lessons to learn from life's difficulties, or should we just grin and bear it? And are there any benefits that come from stress? Interesting questions, and we will put these sample questions, as I said, on the website so that you can uh, can answer those, have your parents answer them, or grandparents, or answer them yourself. It's kind of an interesting little test to see where you fall in the uh, resiliency. My final thought on all of this resiliency talk is a quote that I heard on a podcast yesterday. And I I think it all kind of ties in pretty well with this. It was a quote by Ernest Hemingway. 
and it goes, the world breaks everyone, and afterward, many are strong at the broken places. But those that will not break, it kills. It kills the very good and the very gentle and the very brave impartially. And to me, what that means is we're all going to be broken. But in how we pick ourselves up, our resiliency is how we become stronger in those broken places. So be resilient, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out all of our podcast episodes on my website, lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.